representing the gays and the girls make sure you keep your jacket close because you bitches thought it was summer but it is still an icy world you have tapped into a new episode of the girls room and so make sure you pop your popcorn pop that cat maybe pop a tart but not just yet because episode 27 of the girls room starts right now Hello, and what is going down on this side of town? It is your famous, your favorite bitch, Rashid, a.k.a. Freedom John, a.k.a. Vidal. And I am sitting here with Delarice's great niece. So you know, she and they are in charge of the girls. She and they are Erica, a.k.a. Fat Badu, a.k.a. Clitoria, a.k.a. Earth the Clit, a.k.a. What is done, hun bun? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you feeling? It's been some weeks on us. It has. It has. It, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rashi, I just want to say you're glowing today. I'm looking at you and you look amazing. Um, as usual. I love that for you. Thank you. I don't know, like your complexion. Like, first of all, your complexion is always good, but I don't know. It's like today you're glowing, and I'm like, I love that for you. Oh, look at that. I feel like a glazed donut. Oh my god. Wait, Ooh, speaking gooey. of glazed donuts, have you ever gone to Baylor's donuts? What the fuck is that? So I just say this because I went to ba- I went to Writing Terminal Market today because I had to go to the herbiary like to the herb shop or whatever oh bitch <laughs> oh bitch you're living your best life the herbary baylor's donut whatever anyway <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yes caucasian living sex I and the you. city okay anyway no baylor's donuts like whatever i'm gonna get you baylor's donuts because i went past the like the line is really long or whatever but like they had these gourmet donuts and they used to get them all the time at my old job but like yeah i'm gonna pick you up some donuts i picked mom up too and she acted like, well you know how she act when you give her some sweets it was like harvest apple and then caramel apple and she was like <gasps> you should. remember when my sister one time had got my grandmom a cartwheel from the ice cream truck i'm sorry what the fuck is a cartwheel the car a cartwheel is just an ice cream sandwich they call the they call it a um they call ice cream sandwiches from the ice cream truck from mr softy a cartwheel the more you know right mm-hmm. the more you know right and i remember my grandma she took it to my grandmother and my grandmother was like oh bless your heart baby and we was just like grandma it's really just an ice cream sandwich i aspire like, to be like that i want to be like that 100 percent. i'm like well aren't you sweet enough to kill a diabetic you know just something something wild and be like, like no i'm not but this ice cream sandwich might kill you and it also might melt <laughs> hurry the fuck up and eat it like, okay period i was gonna say you know who else is underrated um there's a question for you what's an underrated um restaurant or food place i'm going to go with federal donuts their donuts are not that good and the girls well, in you said, wait 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 is that wait underrated or overrated oh what's an you're right what's an overrated restaurant or food place okay that you like know of or have been to i'm going to say federal donuts I've never like, been. I'll take your word for it. I'm just not a girl that just feels like you have to have 110 toppings on a donut. Like a donut is already sweet as fuck. Like, what the fuck do you need? Like cherry sauce with Oreo bits on top of a fucking donut for? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just so outrageous. Yeah. It's just so crazy. And I just 
I, it just pisses me off because it's already so like donuts on their own. Like imagine biting a traditional glazed donut. That shit's already sweet as fuck. What else, what could what else could you possibly need? I don't know, but like you know, like I felt that way about the it's not a donut but the, you know the fucking donut sandwich people be having and it's like oh it's, it's like the fried pizza donut and it's like a hamburger with bacon and cheese and oh i'd be like are you fucking kidding my me God. You the are epitome of american right. culture like that's uh, the one like i don't know where that's from but i'm like just, whoever did that is demonic that's it just looks wasteful like i i seen somebody have like make like a some kind of breakfast sandwich out of like French toast, but the French toast was made out of like pound cake or like lemon cake or some but, shit like that. Why? And I'm like, but exactly. But, but why? you know what'd what be crazy about that? that like it's crazy because like when people think of shit like that, I they think of fat people, fat people. But you know who eats that shit? Skinny Sweetie. people eat that shit. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> well, skinny people, yeah. <laughs> My sister I, eat like a raccoon. When I think of shit like that, I think of skinny people. And when I think of skinny people, specifically skinny children, you know what I think about? breath that smells like farts because all of the kids i went to middle school with their breath smelled like farts when they were skinny what so, <laughs> fact, they weren't they weren't well nourished in their oh, breath smell Lord. i remember that i will never forget this shit they would be in my face with that spank ass breath in the fucking crust on the side of their mouth well, smell like, like shit to me fuck out of here skinny <laughs> mini <laughs> like <mm-mm. laughs> that's funny your shit well yeah that's how i'm feeling <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? I just want to say real quick, my overrated restaurant is going to be Ruth Chris because I'm tired of seeing everybody at Ruth Chris. I don't like steak. I'm not a steak bitch. But Me it's either. overrated just because of that. I'm just like, I just, everybody go to Ruth Chris for their birthdays and I just be like, I'm tired. To be honest, almost anything in Philadelphia, if I'm being honest, like not almost anything. There are some really good food places here in Philadelphia. But a lot of the places that get gassed up, like, even if the food is good, you don't really get to, like, experience that goodness all the time. Because once something becomes popular here, people play that shit out really quickly. Oh, my God. Wait, so then it's factory. like, Oh, my God. What the fuck is so tempting about those stupid-ass drinks? Like, y'all, Cause girl, it's just tea. look up, like, fucking Magic Mike Science Projects online and do that <laughs> shit yourself at home. Like, bitch, like, what is that? What? What is the obsession behind wanting to go? Like, what is that? <laughs> I'm not going for it. Like, if you would have asked me in 2017, do you want to go to Sugar Factory? I would have been like, fuck yeah, I want my drink to do that. But now I'd just be like, it's just dry ice. It's just dry ice. These girls have no cooth. They don't give a fuck. It's just sad. I just, they, just, just, they want to be important. They want to be mm-hmm. important. They want to be rich. They want to feel rich. They now that it's in Philly. Okay, okay, they want to feel rich because they go right home to the Richard Island projects and pay their $29 a month for their oh, no. house. Richard. And listen, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Too. I'm going to go on record and say I'm jelly. I'm not going frank. You know, when I was in the peak of my of my brokenness, I applied for public housing and I just got my letter and I was like, mm. <laughs> I was just like, mm. then they say Richard Allen. I was like, mm. Perhaps not. <laughs> but Richard Allen has actually stepped their shit up. If it wasn't in the middle, yeah. If it wasn't in the middle, if it wasn't in the middle, like Richard Allen itself doesn't really necessarily feel like the hood anymore because it's becoming gentrified. So that's the what the poplar area of like. Wait, have you wait? Have you been around Temple lately? I didn't know they fucking like they totaled that whole like section of the projects. Like you know, yeah, at the twenty three stop. Yeah. I had no clue. Like I had uh, no fucking clue. 
they just I actually zeroed just talked to a college class on Monday, a Swarthmore class, and I was telling them about that. I said one day it was there, the next day it just the fuck wasn't. Like dead ass. I was on a 23 and I didn't even know where the fuck I was. I had to look around. I was so confused and disoriented because I closed my eyes for a couple seconds, which you really shouldn't do on a 23 of all joints. But like I was like, where the fuck am I at? What was what was that noise? It was nothing. Continue. That's it. I think that's it for me. I don't. I don't. Cause that noise threw me off. But yeah, it's just that's sad. It's all on West. That's the moral stories. It's sad. And fuck you all for fucking North Philadelphia up and all the other black areas of Philly. Go to hell. Um, that's that's it. That's the tweet. But to get into today um today we have like a really good episode ahead of us as usual um often listening pleasure to girls but for what's tea we're gonna be talking about jocelyn's cabaret which i personally do not watch but i hear it's extremely messy mary j blige <laughs> wnba star Brittany griner and then last but not least my girl what a girl wants amanda vines the girl's room she's literally the inspiration behind the name wow of the i show. didn't even make the connection i'm embarrassed go ahead yeah that's she's bad. literally wow, the inspiration. yeah crazy. that's my icon but for holly hit your girl we're going to be talking about ghosting ghosting as an unhealthy practice for some but also as a measure of protection for others and in between we'll you know have our it's giving section where we uplift one call to action as always, please just remember to follow us on all social media platforms if you don't already. You can follow us at The Girls Room on Twitter, Instagram, and even Facebook. There you can really interact with us and let us know what you want to hear us talk about and get all the latest updates on TJR. And mm, I said TJR, it's TGR in the girl. Okay, put some respect on our own names, girl. What's that? It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassing myself a lot today. I also um, tripped off the bus today. That was also an embarrassment. But anyway, um, so for the first topic of today, I wanted to bring Brittany Griner into the conversation for today. As a few of us have seen via social media, I know me personally, Brittany Griner, who is a current WNBA star, is being held in custody by the Russian government over drug smuggling charges. And it's said that airport authorities found vaping cartridges in her luggage, which also contained, you know, THC oil, which is essentially weed oil, um, essentially. It also seems pretty overwhelming because this all began um, shortly after our subtle feud with Russia over involvement with the Ukraine. And I feel like people aren't talking about it enough and it really bothers me. So I really wanted to bring that to the forefront, that conversation, because those are really um, terrible circumstances and nobody's talking about it and we really need to be. I know I'm not talking about it because I really have not been keeping up with it. Like, I really, if I'm being completely I'm honest, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love the honesty. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. if I'm being really honest with you, I don't be knowing a thing. Um, I, I don't be knowing a thing about sports. So then when you add, like, politics and sports together, it's like, whoa. You're, you're, like, talking a fucking, not a third language, but a fourth language to me. And I'm like, you. So, yeah, please continue. Tell us what's the tea. What's no, so, no, but you know what? I saw it come across my timeline, like, a a few weeks ago and it was just it really caught my attention because she looks good yes but also like I just never saw it 
I was lusting. I never saw it after that. Like I never saw anybody talk about it. So I was, I just kind of looked into it myself. Kind of, well, what the fuck is going on here? Like, is she, is she back over here or what? I personally thought it was very interesting and I think it was really dangerous for me personally because the first thing I'm thinking about like doing research is like the gay propaganda bill that they brought over there which is basically saying it's very similar to don't say gay um that we have over here um but it's a very like homophobic country over there a very homophobic society and for her to be caught up in that mess is extremely wild especially while tensions are high between us and them um so I automatically kind of thought like that's a prisoner like they're holding her prisoner and I just want to say tensions are always high between Russia and some fucking body like have they like do they have any friends they're about to have China I heard so I mean is China friends with anybody either (laughs) I don't know these people the other Asian countries are they I thought they were what's the tea between like Japan and China perhaps we need to have an Asian on the panel for this perhaps we should (laughs) perhaps we should probably both take a geography class and know what the fuck you know it's sad you know real shit because like i'm really trying you know i was really trying to think about like trying to say something profound but then i'm like oh you know what i don't even remember who the ally force oh ally for ally forces that the four axes for yeah we were the ally forces. it was mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this, yeah but you so know I'm, like i don't know who the other ones were so no but the like, russians are really corny anyway like you know the russians are the people who essentially like started disinformation like they're the people remember when we had the conversation about disinformation in yeah. the full-length interview with um saint like what was that like a month ago at this point so so yeah i feel like it was it feels like it's been a while so we're talking about disinformation so russians are actually the people who started that kind of like propaganda so Mm -hmm. russians had already history lesson yeah i mean i know you know i know a little bit something something it seemed like a lot to me i got a little bit of education in me (laughs) but not a little fuck out of here go ahead (laughs) but yeah so Russians essentially created disinformation and disinformation is just essentially when you explicitly and purposefully manipulate information in a wrong way, right? Here's a case. Black men, black gay men specifically in AIDS, right? For the longest of times, people used to spread the agenda that black gay men were the root cause and yeah, they were the root cause of AIDS. That was disinformation. People were willfully spreading that because they also wanted a reason to demonize Black gay men or gay people yeah. in general. So, like, Russians have never really been that girl. I also just watched this film called Flea, and I did a um, film review on it. And Okay, film girly. I know, child. I've been working. <laughs> okay, she works hard for money but yeah okay coins um so no but russians have really had a really weird past and i know over there even back in what was it the 90s 80s like when people would flee to go over there like just the circumstances that people have to go through if you're not an actual citizen over there people go through hell over in russia and, like, Russia is one of the most regressive, like, nations in the world. Um, I mean, not like America isn't too far behind, but it's really one of the most regressive nations in the world. And I just, 
I've never featured the girls because again, clearly, you know, I, I you can clearly see I know a, a bit amount, a bit amount, a bit about them, but yeah, I just don't see it for them. So I personally am praying for Britney. Like, I don't know her, I don't know her story. Um, I am kind of shook that this is all off of some weed oil, some vape that's shit. That's what I'm saying. And that's why yeah. like, I really thought about the few, like, you know, the, the most recent few we had with them. And I'm like, I hope, you know, th- that's where my mind automatically went. Is, is she being held prisoner because of that? Because that's fucked up. Um, yeah. And yeah. I mean, but that's the thing about it, right? Like, I even just watched a documentary where wrestlers back in like the 80s or the 90s were sent. It was like the 80s, I believe. Or maybe the late 70s. Who gives a fuck? All I know is wrestlers were sent over there to like wrestle a match. And oh no, was that? Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was actually North Korea, but Russia was no better either. But wrestling always used to get into like the agenda of the wars and stuff like that. That's where a lot of their fan base came from. That's actually how Hulk Hogan like built a lot of his like fan base because he was the American figure during the time of the Cold War. And like, so anybody who was like Russian, North Korean, anybody who essentially like was an opposing force or power against the US, if you fought them in the ring and that's what they represented, Hulk Hogan got a big boost out of that because, you know, wrestling is scripted. Like it's scripted and it's like, it's a people didn't know back in that time that the outcome was already known. So having Hulk Hogan go against all these different figures who were, you know, supposed to be of different nationalities, who, of course, weren't. They were most of his opposition were born and raised in the U.S., by the way. Um, But, you know, having them, yeah, having them represent another country that was supposed to be an opposing power of the U.S., meant something to people and that's what he signified for a lot of people was that like u.s national power um and it makes sense because he is racist i mean he's used the n-word quite a few times so you know Mm. but yeah we went from wrestling to i mean we went from britney renner to hulk hogan and lord knows i don't i don't want to have that on i mean like i just feel like that's very on brand for you because you are a wrestling girl um you're like one of the biggest stands i know wrestlerio girl um lord help me um but yes wrestler wrestlerio wrestler whatever what what you said yeah Um, wrestlerio girl I can't do my phone fell. <laughs> um, I'm just you're disgusting. But I going back to Brittany Reiner, what I was like really thinking about is um, well, why was she over there? Cause like you said, like when I think of Russia, I think of like hostile environments, sadly, because of stereotypes, but also I'm sure some of them can be um, you know, rooted in truth. But she's over there during the off season because apparently it's more profitable to play overseas doing basketball for other countries than it is in the u.s which is something i'm not really surprised about but it was definitely fucked up to read about because like they're paying a million they're paying these players a million dollars over in places in europe like specifically russia to compare to the u.s is 200k and it's so interesting and eye-opening because again like of course like i already knew the wnba versus the nba like it just wasn't going to be the same type of equal it wasn't going to be equal i know that for a fact because these the men have like 40 million dollar contracts and other shit like that but two hundred thousand dollars, like my nigga for real i didn't know that so it's just really fucked up to know that she was over there because it was more lucrative 
I wonder if men still get paid more than women when they do overseas because a lot of also male basketball players go overseas when they can't make it in the league in the U.S. too. I know I've talked to a few. Um, I met them on Tinder, so yeah. Ew. Um, yeah. So that's how it is. But they do, yeah. But I'm pretty sure they do get paid more. I know for a fact that the one nigga that my my sister used to talk to, he was over in Germany, and he got paid the same amount as Brittany Renner it seems. So I'm and she's a professional WNBA star. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how the fuck does that work. And DJ's a fucking loser. I was about to say, was I'm sorry, is he not a professional? No. Okay. No, I'm I'm gonna move on. No, you know damn well he wasn't no professional. I'm gonna just just move on, child. You do that, but but overall, personally, like I know, like I know, Rashi said he didn't have much to say. I just wanted to bring this up because I personally just think it's just complete and utter bullshit, and I want her brought home immediately ASAP. That's what Tokyo Tony said, I think, but she didn't say immediately, but she said ASAP. But um very similar to what she said earlier i don't really follow much in the media unless i know i'm talking about it on the girls room for what's tea and that's just me being honest like because a lot of shit be happening out here i can't keep up with it but this is something that i really follow closely and i wanted it to be i wanted it to be done with ultimately uh and I, like i said earlier this really wouldn't even have happened if we just respected and paid female athletes more um but it is what it is unfortunately and i hate to say it like that but what you got next like what's the i'm just gonna sit here and say one more time free britney renner again we don't keep up with it but it doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve her freedom especially for something as little as thc oil child that shit don't even get you high moving on sometime last week one of the cast members of jostin's cabaret went on instagram to talk about no her t- i'm sorry no <laughs> no no that's how they say it i know but it really it really caught me off guard go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so they it's were talking like, about so um one of the cast members was talking about her time um at the show's reunion where she was apparently attacked by both jocelyn and jocelyn's fiance ballistic beats who's from philly so that makes sense. Apparently, Amber, her name is Amber Ali. Amber had retaliated to another fight she had already had with Jocelyn. And apparently she was beaten on that ass. And Jocelyn's husband allegedly pulled her hair and hit her repeatedly. So Amber said on live that she is pursuing legal action against her. And to be honest, it's really been wild on that show. I watch it. And just anything associated with Jocelyn, if I have to be very honest with you and very frank, is always a skeptical time. Yeah. Like nothing about Jocelyn to me screams savory. It doesn't seem palatable. Like once upon a time when I was a high schooler, again, a high schooler, somebody who's supposed to thrive for drama. It was cute. But as an adult, it's just like, I don't know what sane adult would even sign up to be on a show for Jocelyn and for $10,000 at that. Mm, it just doesn't it's not giving right yeah the winner yeah the winner is supposed to Only receive 10,000 10, child 10,000 racks to be literally degraded called all kinds of bitches and whores i gotta shake my ass and pull out my titties in front of your man i it's didn't even weird. know it was a competition show so that's really it, interesting it's, it's not even it's not even like it's supposed to be but it's not even set up that way like 
What I'm learning about reality TV these days is that, well, not even reality TV these days, but these second rate, D rate, you know, F fucking class, you know, coach. These bitches, Zeus Network is sitting in fucking coach as far as I'm concerned. No, that's that shit on Soul Plane where they were standing up. You, 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 like, <laughs> they were passing around. They were standing box. up and had the poles and shit. <laughs> they was passing around the chicken box. That's literally what Zeus Network. One chicken wing, one chicken wing. So yeah, so that what I'm learning about that is that it's just like unscripted chaos. So like back in the day, from the late '90s to at least the mid 2010s. Reality TV used to have a recipe that they used to follow. And producers used to have a very, very heavy hand in creating drama, to be honest. And that was the way you got your scripted, you know, that scripted aspect of a reality show. So though everything wasn't necessarily natural, it also didn't get out of hand the way it was. And there were also set rules on certain shows, like even like Flavor of Love, where it's like, yeah, they argue, they called each other all kinds of bitches, and they even may have showed a little pussy on TV. But fighting 24-7, like actually physically fighting every episode, that shit is actually kind of like anxiety. Like that shit brings on a lot of anxiety for me. Like there's no, there's no end. Like there's no plot if you if you if you get what I'm saying. There's no plot. Yeah. And I feel like reality TV at least used to have a plot, right? And then also, I just want to know who looks at Jocelyn and says, yeah, that's a person who I think can do so much for me. My sister couldn't even get clean for the entirety of a fucking season of a show. And granted, we love drug use. Drug use is fine, right? But when your habits are really a visible harm to you and everybody around you, something's really got to give. She's also just never established a thriving business. She, like, started this workout plan, Kanye's new workout shit, <laughs> like, years ago when she had gave birth to her daughter. And people didn't even go for that because they thought she was getting thin from all the cocaine she was doing. So it's just like, what has she done? And the bitch can't even fight. I'm not cowering and being called bitch and whore and slut to some bitch who can't even knock me out. <laughs> Help. I'm not going for it. I'm kind of at a loss here. Like, I don't really know what to say to this. This is um, extremely overwhelming. Um... You mean it's wait, I'm sorry, because like again, I don't really watch reality TV. You mean to tell me this whole time Jocelyn couldn't fight, but she's been causing this ruckus across all different reality shows? Yes. I would also like to say that Jocelyn's last season on Love and Hip Hop literally came because she put a restraining order out on some on one of the other cast members because the other cast member was genuinely going to fuck Jocelyn up. And she knew she was going to fuck her up. So she put a restraining order on there. And instead you know, of coming on the reunion, was it Tommy? Yes, Tommy Lee, you're exactly right. That's exactly I was just who it because, was. Because it's been going around on social media. Started. Okay, cool, go ahead. Yeah, and I was just going to say, so she knows who she can and can't fuck with. Like, she knows who she can do it like her B-Day with and who she can. You know what I'm saying? She knows when it's like any other day of the week and when it's time to do it like it's her B-Day. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? She also knows, yeah, that's just it. Like, but also... Anything that has to do with Zeus Network, I'm just not a fan of at this point. Like, even Bad Boy, like, the Bad Boys LA thing, that shit is a hot-ass mess. And Zeus Network is really just a bit. I didn't know Kirk Franklin's son was on there. That's girl, like, girl. Like, it's not that deep, but, like, when I saw that show, I was like... Girl. It was just girl. interesting for me to see. I was like, okay. 
And yeah, I mean, to be honest, the whole thing is really just built on exploitation of black drama, trauma, you know, I mean, sprinkle some parsley on that shit if you want. But yeah, I just, I, and I really knew it was crazy. It's so funny you brought that up earlier. I knew it was crazy when Tokyo Tony crazy ass went up there yelling, I'm ready to get the fuck ASAP. And I'm just like, girl, why are yeah, you yelling? Yeah, because it didn't, like, and also like, what the fuck does that mean? You had to kind of like try to use context clues. And it was just like. Yeah, and it's just like her and her daughter are literally about to get into this physical fucking altercation. And they was just that the first, fuck. was that like the first like decent Zeus network join? I would say that was actually the Black China John was actually probably the most organized and orchestrated Zeus Network show they've had thus far. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't watch a lot of that shit. I don't watch that one more chance at love shit. I don't watch any of that Ray J I'm shit. Sorry, I don't like watch that conversation they shit. They need to let Chance go. Yeah, once they need real, to let Once all Real that left, shit it was a rap. I mean, he passed away, so. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, so he ain't never really, coming back, sister. I, it... My grandma said the truth don't alter nothing. And the truth is, <laughs> he ain't never coming back, sister. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they really have no choice but to send that shit straight to the internet because there's literally no nationally fucking syndicated television network that's going to put that shit on air. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to do it like we on my time and move it on to the next subject because she ain't that girl. So, sorry to her in that lawsuit that's coming her way. But what's next? <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm actually looking forward to this one. <laughs> so I never thought that I would be able to talk about her again, but Amanda, Amanda motherfucking Bonds. Period. That's it. But um, a lot of people don't know. I know Rashi knows, but I was very much for the teeny bop bullshit. Like Hillary Duff, Amanda Bynes, Mary Kane Ashley. Like as soon as Rashi Joe broke my fire stick, what did I put on? Winning London. That was my shit. Mary Kane Ashley classic. But all of those white bitches got a really nice coin out of me. And that's okay. I'll say that here, nowhere else. But anyway, Amanda Bynes has been under the radar for a long time now. And I'm actually just learning. I'm not sure if anybody else knew. But just like Britney Spears, she was actually under a conservatorship for the last nine years. But it's done with now. It was recommended by her parents back in 2013. Um, that we put in place after her like mental health was under siege by outside forces, apparently. Whatever that means. I'm guessing mental health illness and mental it was health drugs. issues. Okay. It was drugs. And Girl, I mean, mental health were, and drugs. Yeah. But you know how I knew something was wrong? Did you peep when she had the fucking dimple piercings? Oh, yeah, when she was giving Black China. I was she like, looking like she was about to race in China, brought the race to China with a race to China with a bang like China. That's one like line I will sing random. I will rap randomly. I don't know why that specific line, but that's really, I don't know. It really just does something for me. It just, yeah, that was like high. probably one of her like, la- like best last features. Like she hasn't really like cut up in a while on a feature, but yeah, yeah like not, especially shit. not, especially not Coyla Ray's drawing. But, um, Anyway, blick, blick. I was so upset. I was like, I hate I'm <laughs> I like the wig though. But um, I'm gonna do that. But yeah, no, I'm actually really excited. Like a- again, just because her conservatorship is up does not mean that she will be like out here like pumping out projects and shit, which I per and and you know, the the teen in me wants that to be the case, but I do know that if she was to come back to doing what she, what it what it was, you know, it probably wouldn't be the same thing. But I really think that it's decent that she's able to 
be back to normal and to be able to have control over her shit because you should be able to have control over your shit. I think conservatorships are really fucking barbaric to me. And I could be wrong. I've never had a loved one in like an issue like that, but I just think it's wild. Um, it seems like it was more civil than Britney Spears's was. However, it's still just for me, like, wow, like I'm still hype. Amanda Bonds is, 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 I'm stuttering and I can't get my words out. Let me try this again. But I'm still glad that her conservatorship is done. But I think that like, um, wait, Rashi, did you like Amanda Bynes when you were younger? I mean, again, I've already said it. Like the girls' room is literally a play off of yeah. the girls' room on the Amanda show. I I loved Amanda Bynes growing up, and I still like Amanda Bynes. Like she hasn't done anything super, you know, harmful to her character, or at least towards black people that I know of. That's like make me like dislike her. Um, and again, she had mental health problems and she had a drug issue, and she's identified that she. And you know, one of my favorite things actually that Amanda Bynes did was she did an interview after at least getting clean um and they asked remember that time when she asked um drake on twitter well she said on twitter that she wanted drake to murder that cat i still don't want to talk about it like, you know what i don't know how i forgot about this but i do remember unfortunately so, that, was weird. that was one of the first times i really had secondhand embarrassment i couldn't believe it but go ahead so she did an interview clarifying her statements actually um and she actually they asked her what was that about and she was like well yeah i like i wanted him to like murder that cat but also drugs <laughs> and i'm like yeah period sis. and i mean in the time period it was like yeah drake was in like you know what i'm saying he was in you know i still was thinking that light-skinned people were attractive well near white light-skinned people were attractive no longer do thank god for that and yeah so i would have wanted him to murder my pussy too so i get it but I also get that Amanda Bynes is a child star. And so whenever you talk about child stars, there's that like really shaky middle ground where it's like they kind of grow up as caretakers in a sense. A hundred percent, yeah. So it's no, like, no, yeah, it does make sense, yeah. So from like a very, a very, very young age, they're kind of forced in this, into this reality of knowing, okay, if I don't make this work, then my family doesn't eat and I don't eat. So I have to do this and I have to keep going and I have to keep pushing myself to be that girl. And Amanda Bynes was that girl. Like Amanda Bynes was that girl that everybody wanted to be at yeah. a point. Yeah, and no, so as somebody from the hood who also like had to continuously provide and contribute to a family at a young age, I know that pressure. And so my heart is always going to go out to the likes of somebody like Amanda Bynes or other child stars who just struggle to find their way in adulthood, right? Because they struggle to find freedom and to actually know who they are. Because they're also, aside from having a caretake, they're also put into a position where they are never themselves. They are always known for playing somebody. And that can also do a mental toll on you because it's like she's constantly playing all of these characters and she's not being herself. And so that can be harmful to the mind too, because you constantly believe that you are a character and you don't actually know who you are. So my heart always goes out to Amanda. I think something that was extremely really fucked up and like sadistic about the whole concept of child stars is that, you know, child stars are always the center focal point of your childhood, but in the process, they're also robbed of their own. Um, so I'll, yeah. So like when, when I see people, of course, like Britney Spears, when I think of, you know, uh, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, and you see how they're kind of on this fast track of, like you said, like really providing for their families and being pushed into the spotlight. 
um, is really just messed up as a whole to see how they kind of crash and burn as they. I would like to ask before you end also, do you remember when Lindsay Lohan got like socked overseas for saying that like somebody was like stealing a child and it was actually their child? That was probably my favorite moment on the internet. And I I'm not even going to lie. I you brought this up. I do. I do. That it was, was so bad. It was her like acting like she was like speaking another language. She was like, ooh, ooh. And I was like, what the fuck? Like she genuinely deserved to get socked. And I was like, nah, there's no mental, there's no mental illness in the world that's gonna make me not laugh at this shit. Cause I was like, girl, what the fuck is going on, dog? Like, why are you trying to take this woman's child? <laughs> um, Lindsay, so I don't know if Lindsay Lohan was ever under a conservatorship, but I think that she probably should have at a point. Um I'm not going front because Lindsay Lohan was on some shit. Like it, it's it. There should have been some type of divine intervention, but I will say I did indulge in Lindsay Lindsay Lohan's beach house club or whatever the fuck it was, where she was in Mykonos, like in Greece, and like she would think that she was like she was able to dance, so she would like dance on tables and shit. It was very awkward to see. If anybody is able to see it, I would recommend you looking into it. That show was pure gold, and it was very underrated. Wow. Rashid, I just really think that you should watch it personally. I would very much like it. At least see like the opening credits. I just am, I'm a fan, but you know, that also sounds like that Paris Hilton Find My Best Friend show or the Paris I, and like Nikki I, show. I've never watched either one of those, but apparently a lot of black people used to watch them. I, and I was like, it was, wow. It was like, it was yeah, I've never watched none of that shit. I was never, I, I really didn't start getting into white bitches until the Kardashians. And then like, that was very short lived. So, yeah. I had very interesting taste in shows when I was younger, very diverse. I could watch Dr. G medical examiner and I was scared that I was going to die all the time. And then I would turn on um, Paris Hilton's my new BFF. So, Yeah. I like that one. Duality. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the same today. I play Pokemon Go and rap Kevin Gates at the same time. I love that for me. Oh, my diamonds shining because they really. While also putting on Baby Shark. Well, not put Baby Shark, but at this point, Peppa Pig. That's, yeah. Rashi, I don't even know what the fuck she likes anymore. Jokes on me. She's changing. Kelly <laughs> Rabbit trick to her kid. But either way. I think that the fact that um, Amanda Bynes is like her conservatorship is done is an amazing thing. Um, I think that Britney Spears and Amanda Bynes are only the beginning, personally. I don't know how many other stars um, are, you know, are in the same predicaments. Um, but I do think it's great to see these childhood icons of mine and Rashid's being able to have autonomy over their possessions, their lives, because everyone should have that right. But um I'm done being nostalgic and I'm done gushing over the white girl. So Rashi, what you got? So just to end with T on a higher note, this is also a really short one, but Mary J. Blige had did an interview. It was with Daily Pop, I believe, and was asked about why she doesn't have any kids. So Auntie Mary, who is 51, by the way, had what I thought was really just the perfect response to like such a question. And she said that she has a lot of nieces and nephews and that's fulfilling, period. And she sees the struggle that a lot of people with kids, celebrities and regular folks alike have to go through when they have to find caretakers when they're not around. And so she really feels like that will restrict a lot of her movement. 
And I personally really just love this response because I think she's one of the few women or celebrities, at least, to come out and publicly say, like, girl, like, fuck them kids. I don't want them kids. Like, and I'm really just here for it. Um, Because, like, besides Tracy Ellis Ross, I think she's, like, one of the more most notable, like, older Black women with no kids, um, specifically, who have chosen a route of a career rather than kids. And also... They could also just be saying that. We don't actually know why they don't have kids. And I do think that's kind of a weird question to ask people. It is. I'm glad you said that. I hate that question so bad. There are so many different reasons why people don't have kids, whether it's their choice or not. Like, it's like some people have PCOS. Some people have endometriosis. Some people just aren't able, are just infertile. Some people don't have the means to have kids. And it's just like, why are we so busy just butting in on women? And like, because we have this notion in our heads that well, women's purpose is to produce life. And it's very important that we unlearn that because it's extremely toxic and it takes away from a woman's existence as a whole. I can exist out of being a mother. I just be like, I just be like, y'all, it's like, it's all this shit out in the world. You could be asking her, you asking her this dumb ass question. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It'd be giving very breeded, breeded vibe. Very like breeder on the plantation tees. Yes. Very like, yes. take them into the fucking shack and make sure that they have like babies. Like, yeah, it's, it's very weird. Very weird ideology. I, I'm very uncomfortable with it as well. Um, but I know I 100%, again, I just agree with Mary J. Blige. I feel like it's a task, like <laughs> taking care of kids yeah. is a fucking yeah. task. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, you know, I look at you and I look at, you know, Kayla, my other best friend. And I think to myself constantly, like, is kids something I really fucking want? And like, it's truly not now. I don't want kids. Like y'all have truly helped me open my eyes up to see that I don't want fucking kids. I'm glad we can do that for you. I think that they are, I think that kids are a beautiful thing, but I think that kids can be a beautiful thing when they're also not yours. I think it's amazing having God kids. I think it's amazing knowing that if something happens to y'all, I have a responsibility, but it's also great to know I don't have that responsibility right now. (laughs) Right. So even I was sick the other day. So I was down bad, very badly the other day, like chill, stomach ache, like fatigue, like actual limbs were failing like i i couldn't even raise my arm without feeling like i had to lay the fuck down and the only thing i could think to myself was if i have kids and i'm down bad like this who the fuck is going to take care of these kids like it is really wild to know that even when you're at your lowest there is still somebody depending on you to take care of them like that shit's actually terrifying. Like, nah, I'm good. I, like, you're, kudos you're to you, sweetie bumpkins, cause I couldn't. I could never. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Having kids is definitely um, a task, and I think that a lot of people do this thing where they kind of forget that, like, they think about having babies and not really thinking about how those babies turn into actual like, toddlers and those toddlers turn into adolescents and then teens. It's like we don't really think about that, and it's very weird. I don't really understand how. In 2022, we don't think about that, but it's something that needs to be talked about. But yeah, having a child is extremely taxing. And I I I respect I respect women who don't want to have kids because it's like I feel like you're kind of just breaking out of this mold that you know that society places on you. And I think that's power in that. And you and she's she's not wrong. It would restrict her movement, it would like give her less freedom. Because Lord knows I can't do, I can't even take a piss without Shiloh trying to take a tampon from out between my legs. Like, yeah, she's not wrong. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's like the stories. Like I'm sorry. It's and it's like for me, that's kind of normal because my my friends have been having kids for quite some time now. Um, like middle school teas, but but. Yeah. It's just really funny when you actually like hear the specifics. Like each child does something like actually way more drawn as the years go by, and it's actually never, it's never not a shock to hear certain shit. So yeah, yeah, or pulling your tampon out is definitely yeah, like, wild. Like, yeah, like she likes tampons, and like I don't know why this fascinates. Like I have to give her the applicator. Like of course it's a clean one. Like I have to take, I have to royce one of my one unused ones and give her the applicator, and she walks around with it. And something new that she does is she picks up raisins with it and i do appreciate that i like her like in her innovation she's very efficient um love that for her but yeah like i yeah i just feel like if you not everybody's built for kids to keep it a mean like i'm probably not built for kids but here i am i'm gonna be i'm gonna be completely honest i really didn't think about having kids until the doctor told me i probably can't have kids and i'm like Who the fuck up you gonna take this option away from me and then like when it happened i was like well fuck i guess i gotta do it now like it was just like and like and it's like oh no, i remember child because i was and, like yeah go that was kids, that was funny yeah i was cracking up because you know me one thing about me is i i have no shame i'll tell a motherfucker to go abort a baby real quick i have no shame child if you ask me what my thoughts are child it's not a boy it's not a girl it's an abortion because okay name that baby heaven because that's where it's gonna be period <laughs> but it was just different in that case because i had already knew what your situation was and i was like well girl you want to be a mother someday who knows if you're gonna have the opportunity again so yeah <laughs> and here we are taking tampons out love that for me almost two years in soon <laughs> Time flies, but um, it really does. It really, 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 really does. Well, shout out to my auntie, and she gonna stay my auntie forever because it's fuck them kids for life. And guess what? That's again, that's okay. And we it love is. it for those who have them, and we love it for those who don't. Mary Monet Tahada J Blige is writing the book, and I am just following it. Period. And now it's time for its giving, <laughs> where Erica and myself uplift one mutual aid call for support and we ask that our listeners give if they can so the girls room always wants his listeners to remember that it's important to give when you can to those in needs we need to make sure that we are lending a hand and you have to remember that you cannot be out here just talking that shit but you have to also be walking that shit as well and established just a few episodes ago episodes ago what's the message of our show erica love Per. I love that that's the new thing now. I can appreciate that. Um, so this week, we're going to be uplifting a Black woman who has been building a, her business on her own for the past few years. She's looking to secure physical space for the year. And the ask is really small. Um, Tamara is the owner of Black Soul Vintage, a Black-centered secondhand marketplace that has traditionally thrived on sales from online and even pop-up shops. However, however, she's looking to open a storefront in Philly where she can also be a center of knowledge and learning for Black folks and people who support us. I really do think you should consider giving it tomorrow and at Black Soul Vintage. Also, I'm just going to spell it out real quick because some people can't spell and that's okay. Some of us don't always have the skills. So it's Black Soul Vintage, B-L-A-C-K-S-O-U-L-V-I-N-T-A-G-E. Um, and please give because it's black and it's woman owned. So I feel like we should always be supporting black women because who else is going to do it if not us? 
Okay. And you can visit flow.page slash Black Soul Vintage to find a variety of ways to support Tamara in the business, like buying directly from the shop. The GoFundMe page is also on that landing page. And you can even send donations via Cash App through that landing page. And if you want to know more about the shop, you can follow at Black Soul Vintage on Instagram. And always make sure to reach out to the girls' room on social media. If you have someone or a community group in need of some love and support, thank you in advance to all of our listeners who answer this call to action. And now it's time for Holla at Your Girl. Which I know I always say is my favorite part of the show, but I do mean it, and it's real, and it comes from the heart. But as stated, we're talking about ghosting today. Ghosting is basically when a person decides to end a relationship suddenly and without notice with someone and just withdraws all forms of communication. Yeah, and ghosting is something that's normally seen as taboo. But after a conversation with Erica, I had decided that we should definitely bring this conversation, you know, a bit more light to it. Right. And so while I won't disclose what that thing is and save it for later, I just want folks to be on the listen while we speak. So ghosting is something that I think everyone has experienced at least once. And if not, you've done it at least once because I know I have child. So speaking to that negative side of ghosting, what makes ghosting so bad, Erica? And like, why do you think it's unhealthy as so many people put it? I think what makes ghosting so bad to other people I guess is the lack of communication I think that something that a lot of people do decide to prioritize in these times is really good communication skills and really just letting the other person know what's on your mind I know that's what I ask for personally which makes it interesting that I ghost people but neither here nor there but yeah so I guess essentially what makes it unhealthy is the fact that you're not telling somebody that you're no longer interested in them and kind of just leaving them hanging so what she'll get is like, I don't know, like maybe like 60 missed calls and then like, I don't know, five text messages in my unknown senders folder because I deleted the number, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, something like, I, I'm, I, it's like, okay, so here's the thing. I just want to say this real quick. And I, I just want to take accountability because I'm, and I just like being real with people because that's what I do on the show. I do ghost people. I do. And it's probably not the best thing, but I just feel like a lot of times people kind of just waste my time. And when my time, I feel like my time is wasted. It's just kind of like, well, this is Yeah, I mean, fuck them. I don't think you got to make no accountability off of that. I mean, fuck them. For real. Like, don't waste my time, period. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I really like... Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and if you didn't know you was wasting my time now, you know, so. But that's the crazy thing. They don't even be, I'm like, how did you, you asking me what you doing 50 times and you not making no plans and shit. Like, it just be like, are you fucking dumb? It's a chop. What what Remy say? Are you dumb? Yeah. Are you dumb? I love that. I like that better. I like that better. Yeah, that was a good collage. You did good. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, um, but like, yeah, so I understand the aspect of it being unhealthy because you're not communicating. And I do think it's a bad thing and probably could be done in a different way. But also, I just feel like sometimes you kind of just, and maybe this could also be unhealthy, you don't know, like just picking and choosing who kind of deserves the notification. Because I just truly do feel like some people like don't deserve it. Like, again, like, like I said earlier, if I feel like you're wasting my time and you're technically just not taking me seriously, I'm just going to ghost you. Because like, if you don't take me seriously, I'm not going to take this seriously. So I'm not going to give you a notification that I'm out. That's just me. 
But yeah, um, the lack of communication would definitely be seen as unhealthy and toxic to a lot of people. So I think that's my first standpoint for me personally. Do you agree? So that I think that overall, I think it's because there's no closure in a lot of those cases. And closure mm-hmm. okay. sometimes is kind of essential for some people. Some people to have to move on because everything doesn't, everyone doesn't have that, oh, well, fuck it factor and mindset. So somebody like me, I can move on from being ghosted real quick. It really doesn't really affect me like that. I mean, especially at my age now. I mean, Lord knows I haven't really even dated anybody to be ghosted, but it's whatever. Yeah, I just, I don't necessarily feel like ghosting all the time is something that should be made a big deal of. Like, so when you say that you have a nigga that's just been texting you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, like there's clearly... Yeah, there's clearly no way that they should be affected by you not texting them back. And I feel like that form of ghosting is just like, all right, whatever, right? So I don't feel like there's really any accountability you need to take there because if you feel like your time is being wasted, you really don't owe that nigga nothing because you really don't even know him. Now, it's a different story when somebody go when somebody takes you out, you go out with somebody, and whether you like them or dislike them, I think that's a little wild that after even maybe they pay for your meal or something like that, or you're going on a date, you can't even give them the courtesy of a courtesy of saying like, you know, this isn't, you know, I didn't, you know, we're just not going to work out, right? It was nice. It was cool. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that I can tell we're not compatible. And that's just what that is, right? And I feel like that may be a little, like that even still, you know, I still have my wiggle room around that. But I really feel like ghosting is really particularly a problem when there's an actual bond or an actual relationship built, right? So I remember back in college, I actually had a friend who I was in like a friend group with two other people. And I remember our like third friend out of nowhere just stopped communicating with us. And I mean, we're friends now. And like, we ended up being friends again before, actually before my other friend at that point ended up going to a whole nother school. Um, But it was just weird. It was awkward because it went from being like three of us to being two of us. But then it was like also learning when when they did come back and reunite with us, they ended up telling us they just went through a really dark patch. And, you know, they were like depressed and stuff of that nature. And so I get it and I can forgive it. But it still doesn't mean that it didn't hurt us because it was like we we knew we didn't do anything. So it was just hard not knowing what the problem was. Right. And so there's that that's that closure that I mean, where I say it's kind of like sometimes we need to know what's going on, right? But also it's just like we live in a world that really just makes you second guess yourself about almost like everything. And ghosting can be harmful because you don't know what it is you did to make somebody feel that way and that they never wanted to speak to you again. Um, And it can also make people feel unworthy. And again, like I said, I want to reiterate, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're at fault if you ghost somebody for making them feel those kinds of way. But people sadly just have insecurities and sometimes our actions trigger those insecurities. And so sometimes people will want to write a tell-all book about you ghosting them because you ghosted them, but y'all really didn't even have a relationship to begin with, which is always interesting to me because people will go online. People will go on Twitter and be like, yeah, I was ghosted by X, Y, and Z. And I thought it was just really weird. And I'm like, yeah, but they also don't really owe you shit. So like you coming and running to Twitter really isn't doing shit for you either, sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. Well, first, 
no I just well first of all I just want to really commend you because like I think when people think of ghosting they automatically kind of think of romantic instances and I don't think that people really take a step back and think about like how it is in platonic um situations and I'm gonna be honest like me personally like I well as you know like I'm not really a person with like many friends that like, I don't have really um large friend groups um and then I think of all of the friends that kind of remains like, you know, remain in places like you and maybe like two other people. But I recently had a similar situation and I just kind of just didn't care. I just kind of let it happen. And I don't know what that says about me, but it was kind of like, well. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could describe the situation a little bit more, but I also know another situation. I'm not sure and certain about this situation, but there was a boy who you were really close friends with in college. <laughs> but after y'all stopped, being friends. Oh, wait, real quick. I just, I just need to say this real quick. I just need okay. you all to understand this real quick. Me, um, me and Rashi met when I was in high school. Um, there was like probably like a point in time, maybe two years when me and Rashi didn't con- weren't in contact after I graduated. Um, but we, you know, we rekindled our flame and we kind of just got, we kind of just snapped back to where we were and we just became closer. Um, when I was off in college, I created a lot of bonds specifically with males and all of them were very insecure and like felt competitive with one another. But the one friend that kind of was left standing was this this boy, whatever, I'm going to call him Billy. Um, and Billy was very much not into Rashid's presence in my life. And I feel like he like kind of like non-verbally gave me an ultimatum. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Cause I'm not he gonna did. Fucking... remember when he section was like he was sitting in my chair. Rashi, I was like, first of all, that's my chair. And I know because I made the chair sink in. So also, Solomon's blood is on the fucking back of it. The cat's fucking nose blood is on the back <laughs> of the chair. You can have it. Like, girl, bye. I was so upset. Like, I was so disgusted. Like, no, that one got me because I was like, did you really do that? I think that was the first time I was genuinely ghosted by a friend. And I was like, did you do that? Like, because of Yeah, because I was going to say, wasn't that a ghost? Like, I remember. That was 100% a ghost because he said he was yeah. coming back and never came back. And yes. then, like, yes. and then I didn't hear from him for, like, months. And then he just kind of came back like nothing happened. And, like, he didn't remember what happened. And I was like, no, that's a dumb. I'm fucking bringing it up, pussy. Like. <laughs> that's a yeah. child because i was gonna say because i mean but please still continue with your other with your other one but i was gonna say i i kind of remember that situation but i wasn't sure if it was a ghosting situation but yeah you know you confirm my thoughts and i no, just that remember that ghost. yeah and i remember that because i was <laughs> like i mean i'm not supposed to feel no kind of way i really don't give a fuck if he was friends with you or not if i'm being real honest with you but i just felt bad in general for y'all because i was like that's supposed to be your quote unquote like best friend also. And I just don't understand why it wasn't. I think if anything, like with situations like that, I'm very grateful for because it just makes it known was something that sh- I should have known from the beginning that it really wasn't an authentic or genuine connection to begin with. Because if something could kind of fall apart like that, it probably just isn't meant to be. And also and- you don't want to be around insecure ass people like that because that's dangerous. A hundred percent. I don't think like I I do try to make male friends and like I don't anymore. But like my male friendships just never end well. I think again, like the only fr- male friend I've had, um, as far as longevity goes, is like is Rashid, and that's really it. They never end well. They always it it ends because of jealousy for another guy in my life. Usually Rashid, or like it'll still try to make it sexual, and it's like this ain't that sweetheart. Like I'm just not really mixing platonic bonds with with bonds with sexual bonds. It's just not for me, and that's you know that's cool. But um, another thing that I did um want to bring up is kind of like the concept of closure i don't 
see like I've never understood closure when it comes like to anything because I just feel like I don't know I like, like you create your own closure if I'm being yeah. honest I always have I just don't too, understand so the plight of you. people that I just don't I never understand the plight of people who need closure so I just wanted to just say that and I don't know if anybody like who's listening could kind of just like talk me through it like it's not your responsibility but I kind of just genuinely do want to understand like even when it comes to like women or men they'd be like I just want to I just need closure and I'm like for what they did you dirty and that's it you yeah the reasoning behind it oh my god <laughs> in movies where they always gotta meet up with the ex or something and I'm like yeah no fuck them like we gonna go slash that entire period <laughs> <laughs> like real shit like I remember I think I, I I asked closure one time like I asked I said but why did you do this and like they just looked at me stupid and I like never again i didn't gain anything from this except more anger like it was just like <laughs> i just think you set yourself up for failure when you ask for closure like it's just no point you just have to understand the concept that that person did you dirty they didn't respect you enough to treat you right and you move on whether it's like a friendship or if it's something more like it's just like they didn't respect you move on like maybe they cheated on you they closed the door that's the closure <laughs> I don't get it. People be spinning a block too. I'm like, it's not here, sweetheart. Mm-mm, I don't like that. So, what was the other story you were gonna tell? With a friend or with other friends? Yeah, with the other friend. Oh, so yeah. Well, you know, so like, yeah, I've I had like this group of friends sent like when I was working at one of my old jobs. It started off four of us, then it just was three for a while, and then it kind of just dropped to two. The, like so over the summer like we had a falling out over something stupid and like the person kind of just decided to just like chalk us as a whole um and it was very interesting because the falling out was very small and also I had nothing to do with it by the way I it was nothing the two of them had a problem because one person we were supposed to meet up at a venue I came the other person kind of just they showed up and then left with somebody else immediately after so it was just like this is kind of weird how you're taking it out on everybody in this group. But yeah, like she just kind of fell off and she started acting weird. I think that like I was blocked for a moment in time, but then she randomly like was like, she, she was like, do you need a job? My job's hiring. Also like she did all that and I didn't get hired for the job. So like, bitch, what? Also, she asked me for a reference and I'm like, you didn't even get me the job. What are you talking about? Like, it just be like, are you dumb? Like, it's like all these times, like, are you dumb? Like I'm over here trying to find a job and you try you offer me a job and I didn't get the job. Fuck I put your name as the reference for dickhead. Why do people do that? Like pe- we I'm sorry. When you're looking when I'm look if somebody's looking for a job and you tell them of, p- of places that are hiring, I think you need to you like you should only answer to those things when you have a personal connection to the person hiring. You telling me that Target is hiring does nothing for me if I've already applied and they fucking decline me. It just be like come the fuck on like I'm just tired of the dumb shit. They be like Cordova like, is hiring on City Ave and I'm like, yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah. And looking then you for HR but whatever. Yeah. And then you apply and you're like, so unfortunately we moved on to other candidates. And it's like, unfortunately you're too experienced. You have far more skill set than this job requires. Rashi, like that to be episode in itself. It's so depressing. This is so sad. So sad. I had a, actually, you know, I had a job ghost me. Does that count? I mean, I ghosted a therapist, so. You should have ghosted the therapist though. That was, yeah. that was. And I mean, am I going to say I ghosted her? Actually, no. Didn't you kind of like pen a letter? Yeah, so why? I, I yeah. Sent, so no, you I didn't sent go- a message. Like I didn't necessarily go into a full ass detail as to like 
what and it was. And you didn't need to. She should have known what the yeah, fuck she was doing like, So yeah, basically to give more context on that for people who have never heard this story before, because I'm sure I've told it about five, ten times, because Lord knows I will ramble and ramble and ramble. But I had this therapist last year at the beginning of 2021. I was like, you know what? And I had started making a little bit more money. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this little extra money that I get and I'm going to like put it towards therapy, right? So I was like, you know, healthy life, healthy wife, even though I don't have wives and I probably never will because, well, I like dick. So, <laughs> I mean, well, do you? You know, women have dicks too, but, you know, I kind of want. Amen. Yes. Yeah. You, you know, are, yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It's what else. So, anyways. So the thing about that was it started off cool. I mean, like the first two sessions was cool and I felt like they were supposed to be like getting to know you sessions. So I really didn't like see it as harmful that it was like we were doing exchanges. So like we were talking about ourselves and I thought like she was telling me a little bit about herself because it was like, okay, cool. Like you're telling me a little bit about yourself so I can feel comfortable. And I guess that's cool. Right. And she was also making me feel affirmed. Like when I was telling her certain shit about certain traumas and stuff like that, she was making me feel affirmed. Like she was saying things that were affirming, but it also was like, as session went on and progressed, she was like canceling like last minute. She was showing up like 15 to 20 minutes late. And then she would be eating when she would came on screen. Keep in mind, this is on, this was like online. I don't have a problem with you eating, but it's like, how the fuck are you 15 to 20 minutes late and you're now you're eating? Like you didn't eat within the 15 to 20 fucking minutes that you were late for? Or were you like late because you were getting something to eat? Right. Because then and it's so, like, then you priorities, bitch. Exactly. And so it just, it started to become too much. And then it also became like, she wanted more of a Kiki figure rather than like an actual client. So she wanted to like Kiki with me and like, you know, actually discuss our lives and she wanted to give me like walkthroughs of some house she owned and I was like yo I don't care about none of this so I ended up like just drafting her a little message one day and was just like you know I've decided to just pursue you know I've decided to take a break from therapy at that time and it did it scarred me a little bit because I was like damn here I am and again y'all always telling the girls go find you you know you a black woman or a black queer therapist and look what a black woman did to me i'm sorry wait can i just say this real quick (laughs) didn't like didn't she say that she was like well versed in like black lgbt affairs yo she kept saying she was well versed like so i went on better help so i use better help and so better help what what therapists have to do is they have to essentially put what they're well versed in And like, they have to put what their certifications are. So she had an LGBT certification, but just because you have a certification does not mean you follow through with the practice. And it does not mean that you follow through with actually knowing more about LGBT. So she was still very limited in her thinking. And so she will also reference other clients when she would be speaking about me. And I'm like, yo girl, like, I don't give a fuck about your client over in England. That's like a white gay. We have nothing in common. Like, girl i don't fucking know that white man like he don't have shit to do with me and he's not me as far as i'm concerned he could never be so it just became a really really wild and tragic just situation so and i mean in the manner that it was done because i feel like i also have another story too i have an actual story about when i was actually ghosted um that kind of was similar which is why i feel like it was still a ghost when it had as it pertains to me and my um my former therapist, I still feel like that was kind of ghosting because I didn't give her actual feedback. I just was like, yeah, girl, like I'm not doing therapy anymore. And I just like stopped. And I just literally, I didn't even give her a chance to respond. I literally just changed the therapist 
and then canceled the subscription. Because the thing is, if I would have kept her but canceled the subscription, she could have still sent me messages to my email. And then I went on like Instagram. That was another thing. Like she followed me on Instagram. She kept talking about how she wanted girls' room merch. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, we're not talking about any of my issues, but you're asking me. And she would take literally, I swear to God, y'all. She would take 10 minutes of a meeting to go look up something and be like, isn't this cute? I was thinking about buying this. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, I didn't know this. I'm my the way my jaw dropped, I can't even believe. I, no. I don't know how you how you stayed for so long. And that's but. why I just was like, yo, and it and it was like it was becoming a task. Like it was becoming a task. And this was also at the time I was running like freedom join very heavily. So it was like, yo, I got so much other shit to be doing and you're not helping me manage none of my problems. So yeah, like I ended up blocking her on every fucking thing. I blocked her email. I blocked all that shit. And I literally just sent her that one message through the app and was like, yeah, we're dead. It's done. Right. And so that felt like a ghost to me and that could, that possibly couldn't have felt good to her, but it also probably possibly strongly a strong chance that it didn't affect her at all because she also in a sense was a narcissist like she no just, it definitely affected her because she wanted herself. you to be her gay best friend yeah she, she so she so, so like you deprived her of that she definitely yeah. Was affected. yeah it was weird it was you ghosted her that's crazy girl. you ghosted so, her that's I mean, so crazy i don't owe her shit so i was playing i don't care I'm <laughs> i know you know i don't care because um, i was like but yeah so like i felt like that's why that was ghosting a little bit but that also kind of like reminds me of another time when I was ghosted. So I was actually ghosted by my first ever like ex. I'm so mad at this story still. Like I'm <laughs> so, so angry. Like I'm like, go ahead. And it's just the wildest shit in the world. Right. So me and this guy were dating. Keep in mind, he was older. I really had no business. Dating he was also him. very ugly. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, he guys. was ugly, but you know, low key, like, and it was just interesting. Cause he was a one night stand. And one day he like, he just was like, yeah, do you want to go out? And I had never That's been a pattern, asked that. Huh? It was just interesting, though, because I had never been asked the question, so I was really caught off guard because I also had never sought a relationship. Like, you know me, Erica, and I actually never seek relationships. So when he asked me that, I was, like, really caught off guard. And so I just was like, yeah. And so I ended up making the best of it, and it was, like, it was cool. Like, and I swear for a full six months, you would have never known like anything was wrong. There was nothing wrong, nothing of the sort, right? I lied to y'all not. I was supposed to, I was moving. So I was actually moving to, I don't even know where the fuck I was moving to be honest, but I know somebody was coming to help me, like coming to bring their car to get my shit. And they were, he was supposed to um help me move the shit in there, put the shit in the car and then put it like, you know, at the other place, right? So I'm just like messaging him and messaging him like, you know, hey, like, you know, what's up? Like, you know, and I mean, he he was actually at my crib that morning. So he left my crib to go like do something. It was like maybe like nine, 10 o'clock when he left. He was supposed to come back by like, what was it like seven or eight? So I remember around maybe like five o'clock, I text him was like, hey, you good or whatever, just to check on him. He didn't respond back. It got to like six o'clock. I messaged him again, was like, you good? Didn't respond back, nothing. So then I go on like social media and shit like that. Like also, and this is when Snapchat was out as well. Like block me on Snapchat, block me on Instagram, block me on Facebook. And I'm like, but wait, like what the fuck is going on? Like, and it wasn't, 
it wasn't even a feeling of anger. It was very much a feeling of genuine confusion. Like, is something happening? Like, am I crazy? Like, did he get abducted by aliens and I don't actually know this man? Like, did somebody abduct me and I don't know what the fuck is going on in my own phone? Did he ever exist? Right. And that's kind of how it was. That's really how it was. It was like, does this man exist? And then out of nowhere, like later that night, I get a message and he's basically like, yeah, basically on some, it's not you, it's me. And I was like, well, I yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Like, yeah, I, I know it's that. you. And I was cool with that because I was like, and again, closure, that's that's fine. Because I knew it was you from the beginning because everybody already knows I'm the girl. Like, I'm the prize. Bitch, I'm the prize. I'm period. the prize. We pussy ass whole step aside. The biggest bitch in the building has arrived, Period. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was like, I, again, and putting it into context, I had no business, right? Because I was like, what, 19, not even 20, not even scratching the surface of 20 yet. And he was like 30 fucking seven. And like, I was helping him with a lot of shit. Whereas though he wasn't helping me with anything. Like, I wasn't giving him money or anything of the sort. Like, I wasn't, like, sugar daddying him or anything like that. But I would help him with, like, his resumes. I would help him, like, you know, apply for jobs and shit like that. And he would get them because I would help him sell himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's a skill that everybody doesn't possess. And so I just would be, like, I think a lot of times, even with my second ex, he didn't ghost me. We're, you know, he's okay. Like, we're cool. Nothing major. But a lot of times people. A lot of times I've ended up with people who are intimidated by my ambitions. And so because my ambitions don't end with them, sometimes specifically, they're kind of intimidated by that because they've never gone beyond what they felt like they could get and not what they were worth. And so I felt like that was a really big problem with it. And I think because there was a huge age gap between us, he probably every time was like, damn, like this is a 19 year old and I'm really out here like 37 and he's shitting on me. And I'm like, I mean, I'm shitting on you. Sorry. Like, and I don't even phrase it like that, but like, that's how you felt. And that's on you. I, cause I, I've never made you feel like I was shitting on you. So like, that's on you. But for me, it wasn't really, so yeah, like that literally, like he ghosted me or he attempted to ghost me. And then I guess he felt bad. And then like sent me this pity message. And I was like, girl, I would have rather you fucking ghosted me. Like, but it really didn't matter. Cause I hit up like, you know, my second ex that same night and fucked him. So it, I got over it very easily. You know what if, they say? You can't get over one. You ride the neck. If my like glasses could have shifted like that when she said it, because I just felt so <laughs> disheveled by that statement. Cause, I like, really didn't care. I was just like, yeah, you have fun with it, boy, because I really don't give a fuck. And I remember just texting him. I really texted him back. The only thing I texted him back was like, you know, I really don't care. I really just wish you would have been honest before you left and not had me sitting here all day waiting for you. That's literally the only thing I was mad about. Because I was like, you, you because it's just a lack of care for your time. Like it just be like, (laughs) I, I'm you know while you were telling these stories, I was trying to think of like a terrible ghosting experience. But I just want to say, I don't know if you remember, but this was like 2018. I was dealing with this like nigga. He was a bodybuilder, and I remember him because he lived in the Northeast. Whatever. Like he came over and like we were supposed to be chilling. Of course, we ended up having sex. And he did all of this crazy shit. Like eat, he was eating fruit out of my vagina. I was like, who does this shit? Like it was just, it was just bizarre, right? And and then like it was weird because like we were chilling. And I did I I think I ended up like, yeah, I had work like in the evening. 
and i think you were at work too but he like went in the kitchen and like like made food for us and shit and i was like oh cool whatever like again like nothing like everything seems to be going really well you know he left he's like can't wait to see you again all this shit and then like i think a day later i was like i peeped my shit wasn't sending and i was like hmm what did you go in my kitchen to make me food for if you was gonna ghost me? But you know what the thing is? Like, I find it, I find that the niggas who like ghost you will do like the most like involved shit to impress It's like they're trying to overcompensate. And I'm like, girl, we really could just fuck. First of all, your fuck probably wasn't even that great. So it it's wasn't. not even like I'm really missing. And he that was much. really and he was really yellow. Like I think I don't know if you remember Ooh. how he looked. He looked like mm. people said he looked like handsome Squidward. Ooh, but then he ended up like messaging you later. Yeah, yeah, he did. I remember him because yeah. he, yeah, yeah, they always got a sob story too, right? It's always a sob story. It's always I was going through something, and I'm like, well, keep going through it. Real shit. Like I just be like, I don't understand why you're talking to me because like at this point, I already hit up another Tinder match, and he's coming over as we speak. I was gonna say you can come over after him, but that's as far as it's gonna go, sister. So you know, like, just let me know if you want to be on a roster. You know, I did Asta. that before, and quite frankly, it just makes my vagina hurt. It's too oh, you you remember that day? Do you remember that day? I had girl. That was that was gonna, iconic. I'm not even gonna put my tea on. That was iconic, my but you, tea, I can't. But you know what? But I, I remember that I can't day. Talk, it was nothing but a revolving door, niggas. I just remember you. And I know, and I and in between, you would come in my room, and I would be like, "Fuck." <laughs> Going on. Okay, and got paid quite a few times that day. I was like, period. You know, it's just a work. It's a work. It's a it's a work day over here, girl. <laughs> but I say she works hard for her money. Okay. I remember that day. I was so I I was like so surprised, was so proud. But like I, you know what? I had I had a moment like that. Truly, like I think like after I gave birth to Shiloh, it was like in February. Like the February after I gave birth to Shiloh, it was just like a revolving door. And I'm like, this oh, yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Shout out to I Crystal. Would, I was about to say, because I will be on like FaceTime with you in between them. <laughs> <laughs> and you that be like, yeah, a, I didn't really like that one. That was this such a tiring day. Tiring <laughs> <laughs> day. Like, oh my God. I was like, yes, sister, just keep taking notes. And that way you know which one to hit up for which later. You know what? But I will say this actually brings me to um a re a pe- a, uh, a healthy part and a really a reason why people do go with people. And I say this because I did it to one of the guys and I did feel extremely bad for it. Um, but like I didn't have sex with him. But he came over and we were having a pretty good time. We were having a pretty good time. And I could tell that he was like thinking about me sexually, but we kissed and it was just no spark at all. Um, and I kind of just kind of kept it there. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of kept it there. I didn't really say nothing. Cause I think that's the first time I really came in contact with something where I'm like, I don't really know how to say this. Cause like, um, and even at my old age, I was like, I think a lot of people have this notion where it's like, if I say something to them directly, it's going to hurt them. Not even thinking that the concept of you ghosting them will hurt them more. Because like like we said earlier, people do want closure. And I think people do deserve respect. If they put in time to get to know you or whatever, um, regardless of how you feel, it'll, how you think it'll like hurt their feelings or hurt their ego, you do have to say it. Cause I feel like your words will be better cushioned than you just disappearing, your existence just like disappearing as a whole. Um, and I do, and I, yeah, so I, I, that's one thing I do. Um, that's one time I've gone to somebody and I did feel terribly bad about it. Um, but it was just like, there was just no connection there. And I, yeah, and I, I regret it to this day because I knew I could have done it better. 
um and i've never had a situation where somebody did try to genuinely get to know me and i just kind of like just disappeared off the face of the earth now somebody taking me out and then like paying for my shit even though you don't you're not entitled to like talk to them or like do anything with them and i people need to understand it if a man and this is for men and women if a man takes you out if you take a woman out and you think because you paid for their mail, they owe you pussy or anything. They don't. You made the conscious decision to pay. And that's your fucking burden. That's not my burden. It seems like a personal problem. If you were broke, you should have just said that. Then I wouldn't have went out with you. So how about that? I was literally about to say, I have never taken anybody out. I have never like paid for my coins for anybody. You know what I'm saying? And felt like. I regretted it after like no matter how it ended I was just like I wouldn't have spent it if I couldn't so I just never understand like the idea that people feel like they're entitled like I've paid for many of dates people have paid for many dates for me you know I mean I probably fucked after all of them but it didn't it had nothing to do with it yeah it had nothing to do with the entitlement of it like I don't go into you know I'm just a I'm sorry, child. I was literally about to lie and be like, it didn't mean. <laughs> I was about to be like, it didn't mean that we had sex. And I was like, well, yeah, we did. Mm. Yeah, every time. And that's okay. And that's okay. I mean, I've had sex with men for less. So, hey, at least we went on a date. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just feel like. You can see that there's a problem and you can clearly like understand that, especially in your first story where like, you know what I'm saying? Where the problem lied at and where you were, could have been a problem at. And so it's always great to have that self-awareness and know at least for like the future. And then also know that at least once after that, once you get ghosted, you really can't be mad because it's like, well, I've already did it. So let's just call it reparation. Right. <laughs> so I can like, but you know, at least, you know, for the future. And I think that's important. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I've only been, I've only ghosted somebody honestly one time, if I have to be really honest. Um, and the more I look back on it, I want to say it was because of the small dick. He actually dick fished me, so I don't have a problem. See, this is the thing: dick fiction should be a crime. Like, I like that. It really should. Those ankles are bitch. So this is the thing, right? I don't have a problem with small penises. That is not a problem for me. We can make anything work, honey. It's bottom for bottom love over here. I really don't give a fuck, right? (laughs) We can make something work, period. However, what I don't like is when you actually send me a photo of somebody else's genitalia and it's not yours. Well, I'm sorry. Was it somebody else's or did he just take a good angle? No, it was somebody. It was completely somebody else's. I never knew like, this. Wow. His penis was so small that it was that the photo he sent me was a complete. And the photo he sent me didn't even seem like it was all that big. And again, I was fine with that. But seeing it, it was even a different color. So it was like, how? How? But the more I look back on it, the more I actually ghosted him because he let his dog come up in the room. It was like his dog was like sniffing my foot while we were like about to remember this. Wow. Yeah. And I call. Yeah. yeah, You remember because I called you. I texted you when he. That was amazing. Yeah. When he left the room, he left the room literally because like the dog was getting on my nerves. So he went and took the dog down to the basement. And while he took the dog, because I mean, the dog was trying to jump up on the fucking bed, y'all. 
again, this is after me discovering he had a small dick. So I knew I was going to go there with him anyway. It didn't, that didn't matter. I was mad at that, but it was like, I'm still going to go there. But once the dog had started like sniffing and trying to jump up on the bed and he really didn't give a fuck. Like, until I actually said something, I'm like, so wait, yeah, like, this is, this yeah. Is and like, that was, you. that was nutty for me. So I just like ended up calling Erica when he took the dog in the basement and was like, I texted her and was like, yeah, literally call me in one minute and be like, just say you gotta go to the hospital or something like that and i remember he tried to give me a ride home and i was like no you've already done enough i'm sorry i've already like that was to be honest you should have gotten you should have got an award for their performance i should have i did that you know what you did two good performances because one day you came in my you knocked on my door and told me uncle randolph was in the hospital i don't know if you remember that it was a very tall nigga in my room and i was like you were like hey yeah we have to go (sighs) Um, mom just called and Uncle Randolph, he's not doing too well. And I was like, wow, I don't, I didn't expect this, but. Also wow. guys, Uncle Randolph has been dead for over 20 years now, by the way, just so y'all know. <laughs> this is true. Oh. Well, one of them. So, you know. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, iconic. Rashi, all his performances are always riveting. I love it. Denzel Washington, who? Okay, could never, honey. But Rashi's that's real. Than glory. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the only time I ever ghosted somebody. And I mean, I feel like, again, it was really over the purpose of a dog. Like, and I just really don't care to, like, tell you that your dog was getting on my nerves because I don't know why you would have your dog and be okay with your dog jumping up on a bed while we're, like, trying to have sex anyway. He probably had it, the dog in the kitchen when he making food, like, on the kitchen. And that's, that's really what it was giving because the more I looked, the more I seen, like, dog hair over things and i was like yeah no this isn't working for me and then i found out also his mom was home i was like what like apparently he had paid all the bills and stuff like that but also i just am not like don't get me wrong i'm just not comfortable with it that's just very uncomfortable yeah like don't get me wrong i fucked in a room next to my grandmother one time but that's because i was like actually young but as an adult and like he was older like he was not not old he wasn't older older but he was like maybe like 29 i was like 20 at the time or something like that i'm like to be 29 and you're fucking next to your mom's room no i'm good that's a child it really (laughs) is that's i just feel like that's disrespectful like no matter how old you are i think that's really weird and like yeah your parents just you as people in like sex positive environments but also it's just like but also I wouldn't want to hear my grandmom or my mom busting it open in the room next to me. So why the fuck would they want to hear me busting That's it open? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No. That's a no. That's trash. I never... You adding that extra point to the story just makes me not... Yeah. I mean, exactly. I was here for it, so... Yeah. So moving this along a little bit, Erica, I know that we've been talking a lot about like the cons of ghosting right so i mean we've also had some tangents and that's okay because this is the girl's room (laughs) but the reason why i really chose this topic this week is because you unconsciously talked about ghosting and safety and how they go together for some folks specifically like for women and femmes and that really opened my eyes And I mean, I understood it as soon as you said it. And I was like, wow, because remember, we had just had this discussion and we were like, we're not going to do ghosting because like you were like, oh, like, yeah, no, nothing really for ghosting. And I was like, "Okay, cool. And then I remember you said that. And I was like, well, yeah, sis, you got something for ghosting. And we were like, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, let's do ghosting. Right. And it really did open my eyes and I instantly got it because I was like, yo, this is really something that people don't talk about. And so rather than me introduce it, I kind of just want you to elaborate on that for the girls and just talk about that. 
Um, so I feel like in the past few years, we've seen a lot of instances where maybe women or, you know, femmes, um, you know, verbally reject men. And I think we can all attest to seeing instances where men um, don't handle it well, whether it's like by verbal assault, but also physical assault, um, which is a really unfortunate thing. You know, you see, unfortunately, you see men like shooting women because of rejection. So when I think of ghosting, my initial thought, like I know like Rashid initially was saying how ghosting was bad. And, you know, his initial example was saying a friend of his was ghosted or something. But I know for me personally, um, instances where I decided to be very forthright, like forthcoming with people, specifically men, it didn't go well. Like, I know, like, there were two instances specifically, one time in my own room, actually, where, like, I kind of just, like, you know, I ended up having sex with a guy or, you know, we were chilling and everything. And it was kind of one of those instances where, like, we see on social media, where it's like, have you ever chilled with somebody in the middle of it? You just decide you don't want to chill with them again. It was one of those. And um, I just, you know, he said, when can I see you again? And I said, you know what? Like, you seem like a really nice person, but I just really don't think we're compatible. And he got very hostile and I got very, it was very off-putting. And also I just was like, oh, well, shit, like I'm kind of in danger. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because, because of course it didn't escalate to like physical assault like that. He threw some shit at me, which was wild. I'm like, how are you throwing my shit at me? Why? Um, Yeah, this is getting wild. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and this, I don't want to say this nigga was from Brickyard. So that's. Oh, now he was from Germantown. He was from, yeah, he was from Brickyard. Um, oh. And he had a tie dye shirt on. I was like, not with that tie dye shirt on. That's your ugly. What's this person's name? His name was Joshua. Yeah. We looking for that nigga. We ride it on, period. We move. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just very off putting. And at that point, I was like, I can't, like, so now, and I, again, I know it's not right, but like, I probably won't tell people to their face or like, I'll tell them after they leave or like after I leave, then maybe we're not going to see each other again, because that was very scary for me. Like to not feel safe in your own safe haven is wild to me. And I think that like a lot of times we try to like tell women that, or femmes that like, oh, you need to say things differently. But the reality is we need to be telling niggas, I mean, sorry, men, tell men how to, you know, how to handle rejection and shit. Cause it's like, it really isn't like, yeah, sometimes it hurts your feelings and shit, but like having it hurt your ego to that extent where you're ready to really verbally assault or physically assault somebody is wild. Rejection is a part of life. And, and if you, yeah. Well, no, 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 you continue. No, seriously. I was gonna be like this. And if you cared that much, you would have stepped your A game up and not been dry as shit when you was over here, dickhead. Like, fuck are you knowing? Go ahead. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, and this is one of those things that makes you realize that there are just so many intersections as far as it goes to these quote unquote unhealthy modes of communication, but then also a system of like patriarchy 100%. and how men are told that men believe that men spew that they are the reason for your existence and they should have sole control over you and that there's no way you should be rejecting them right like it's very interesting when niggas who work at wild wilds like think that you should be like the center of the universe i mean or that they should be the center of your universe and again nothing against people who work at wawa love that for y'all or hate that for y'all if y'all hate working there but we'll love y'all sandwiches. I was gonna say, like, I just don't understand why people with very low credentials in life, very low social status, 
And this may be like classes and maybe elitist. But I really don't give a fuck if I'm being honest. But why do people who ha- literally have and this is this isn't even classes or elitist. Let me rephrase this. Why do people who bring literally nothing to the table, not even social fucking skills? Amen. Think that y'all are supposed to grovel or be so appeased at the thought of them. It's mental illness. It's really, it's really, really interesting. And they'll sit there and they'll be like, and it like, and again, it goes back to how you said it can also be verbal, right? So it doesn't have to be like a physical situation where this person's in your actual, in your actual circumference. Cause I have literally seen or saw, I mean, I don't know whatever the priest, I am not an English major and y'all know that. Fuck just, y'all. Say to keep, just say seat to just say seat to get it saucy. Go ahead. Okay. Seat. Thought. <laughs> zap zap. Anyway, so I have even seen on the timeline a few times where specifically let's like talk. Well, I mean, you know, I know shit. I can, I mean, I can say it right. I have literally told that I told this one guy that he, and I mean it was literally just sex. It was literally just sex, and it wasn't even it wasn't great. And I remember he was like, Yeah, that was really good. And I was like, honestly, I've had better. I was like, but, and I literally told him, I was like, but you know, I don't mind, like, you know what I'm saying? Like working with you, if like, you're cool with that. And he was like, so mad. And I was like, somebody get this boy a hot pocket and tell him to calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's so I interesting really, because don't you give people hot pockets? I did. I did one time. I did mm-hmm. feed this one boy after. I'm sorry. Was, I, I don't, I he literally, I'm sorry. Just another, another tangent. I had this one boy one time, literally. And I mean, and I think it's probably because like I didn't do anything to him. Like he gave me oral and that was it. Like that was his whole purpose for coming over. And I feel like because he actually was like, yeah, hey, like, do you have like any food? Like, and I was like, huh? <laughs> and, like, and I was shocked. This but was I the also biggest was like, ever. you know, I was like, I mean, I can invite this man over to suck my dick. So I guess I can give him a hot pocket. Like I, I actually ended up giving him like two boxes. And then he was like, do you have a microwave? And I was like, you can't go warm them up at home. He was like, well, yeah, I could, but only the oven works because we don't have a microwave right now. So I was like, well, I'll let you like warm up one, but you got to put those other motherfuckers in the oven. He was like, that's cool. And I was like, all right, cool. So, I mean, you know, I got my dick stuck in. I was able to like help out. You know, mutual aid, mutual aid. It was giving. It was very much. I hate you. I've I've always been true to this. I'm not new to this. I'm very true to this. So, like, you know, but yeah, but you know, I was just like, when the other boy was like, he got so mad, he was like, yeah, it don't even matter. He was, I've never gotten complaints before, but okay. I'm sorry. And I was like, all right, you're keeping it a hundred. You've never got a complaint until now, dickhead. Wipe the salt off your face, pussy. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're mad. And like, you literally get verbally assaulted for telling people the truth, but then people talk about how hunted they are. Like, Bitch, you're keeping it 0.1%. It's like, stop playing with me. <laughs> but real shit, like, but that's really the one when they say that I never got any complaints, that's always the red flag for me. Because it's always it be the a, okay emoji. The okay always, emoji. <laughs> yeah. And like, it is so wild because those be the same niggas that be acting like, they be like, I know bitches' bodies or I know niggas' bodies like the back of my hand. I'm like, but you don't know that everybody's pleasure, like everybody doesn't experience pleasure the same way. You also couldn't find my clitoris. So what are you talking about? Okay, but that's tea though, because it's like, what do you mean you haven't got the same complaint? You haven't got this complaint before. You just the only time you fucked me. Like, what are you talking about? This is the first time for everything, huh? Or or the bitch is not 
speaking up. That's what I hate. Like when people don't speak up and tell people the error of their ways and they go around doing weird shit, like just doing that little DJ booth shuffle on people's clits. Like this is chaotic. You need to start telling people this isn't the way to go. Like it's just trash. And now I got to be called a fat bitch because the rest of y'all bitches didn't want to speak up. Like, okay, now I'm a fat bitch and my nipples look like straight. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing is like, nobody wants to be verbally fucking assaulted. And I, and that's literally why when you said it, I was like, yo, this is crazy because I've never had to necessarily ghost anybody. Again, I've never, again, keep in mind, I have, I, I've fucked a lot of times, but it doesn't necessarily mean I fucked a lot of people. And I mean, for the people who have, I just always, whenever I am not in a relationship, I keep a rotation of like certain people. So it's like, he was literally like, somebody who I was like trying out and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll add him to the roster. He just didn't make the cut. So, and I was willing to put him on there, but it was like, niggas don't want to be coached. Niggas don't want to feel like they can be taught something. They want to be know-it-alls because that's what they were trained. I'm just like, I don't understand how you don't have a high school diploma or even working towards GED, but you think, you know, every motherfucking thing, like help me out, help me out. Okay physicality physicology one-on-one bitch since you know so motherfucking much and you got your motherfucking degree in that clearly Ooh. <laughs> like help me out <laughs> like you know i just don't get it i really don't get it these niggas really are just wasteful such a nothingness like my mom said yeah i'm really just gonna get that tattooed at some point because like it's just such such a nothing that you're such a nothing person no niggas you're just really toxic and like honestly yeah but um I think when it comes to contest, really, I mean, you know, reasons why people go, I think that's like a huge reason that people need to think about because, like, I, it's just it's not talked about, and it's like, and it's so wild because that shit really be sneering us in the face all over social media. Like, women are getting shot for for rejecting niggas, and it's and it's not talked about, and it's like it's weird because and it's usually black women, and that's just another instance where we do black women a disjustice. Like, we're not standing up for them. It's stupid. Like. Yeah, and definitely not listening into us too late, right? What wasn't it some maybe I'm getting the story wrong, but wasn't there like this woman who was like killed by this this guy and his he's like in the army, his army mates like helped like hide the body or something like that because of like rejection or some shit. Oh my. Okay. Wasn't so that like I, a story or am I, I getting feel that like confused? I don't know. Like I don't know, but I really wouldn't put it past like anybody because like you know if somebody won't cover for their man it's gonna be somebody in the military you know Woo. military niggas being into the death like talking okay, about, somebody, the talking about blood. your motherfucking feet so you can dance bitch what? Uh, what? it's just not given <laughs> talking about blood brothers and shit yeah that probably did happen like that's stupid too like that's so trifling you over here talking about protecting the country and you not and you doing shit like that to women like make it make sense the math isn't math at all i hate that for y'all also how y'all be protecting y'all country but y'all be protecting yourselves in bed While we're here and you brought that up, I'm tired of niggas asking people if they own birth control, but not asking if they got tested. And also, this is your monthly reminder, go get tested, whether you're in a relationship or not. Period. Go to Babashi, Planned Parenthood, and other health clinics across the city. But I also heard Babashi isn't the best place to work, so don't work there. Got messy. I'm sorry. It's messy a little bit, but yeah, get tested though, for real, for real. A lot of people don't get tested like they should. I understand that you want to trust people's word, but word isn't 
bond and you have to protect yourself. So, but also remember that if you do test positive for something, it doesn't make you dirty. It just means that you're a sexual being and that's a side effect of having sex. Period. And I think this is it. Do you have anything to add? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we're good. We really went through it. Hopefully, y'all understood. We did a little bit of rambling on this episode, but I think uh, they love a while. I think that y'all do love our rambles. Let us know if y'all love y'all rambles. Oh, I'm high, child. Let us know if y'all love As our always. rambles. As always, perhaps we could do a rambling room. episode specifically. <laughs> like, so that would be okay. so chaotic if we did a whole rambling episode. That would be so sad. But also to see where it goes would be really interesting. But also, wouldn't it just be a regular episode? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're pretty structured sometimes. I've definitely been editing editing some of our rambles out, but I feel like I'm not going to edit these rambles out because they still were at least these rambles related to the topic. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of like we can quick, like one thing about us, girl, we can quick send. Like we will quick send the shit out of a conversation and then like an hour later realize we got to get our way back to the conversation. That was, that was us during the whole first season I feel like. Yeah, and that's so okay because they loved us. They it rose was for raw. Us. It was really raw, and I like that. Yeah, you know? raw radio. Ciao. Anyway, <laughs> that's the <laughs> insider. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I said, no, I really did love this conversation, and I feel like I love everything that you had to bring to it. Um, because again, when you told me, I just was like, "Yo, wait the fuck a minute!" Like, I feel like I really had a psychological fucking breakthrough. So that was really some real shit. And I just want to say thank you for heightening my perspective on the view, and of course, thank you for sharing it with our listeners, the girls. <laughs> Um, I just want to say, like, wow, I can't believe that little old petite me heightened your perspective and opened your eye to some new possibilities that you didn't think about because you're like the all-seeing eye. What an honor. Please. <laughs> no, I'm ser- no, I'm serious, though. But also, I'm serious about me being petite, too. Um, anyway, on- <laughs> I am petite. <laughs> My legs are short. Makes me petite leg. Um, yum, crumb. On a serious note, though, I really did enjoy having this conversation with you today. And I feel like since you brought up this topic, it's really given me a lot to think about. Um, Because like I said earlier, I am the queen of ghosting. Um, But I think that since you put it in your perspective, it kind of makes me feel better. Because like, if I'm knowing that something isn't going in in like in a, a, you know, a deliberate direction, and I know that you're wasting my time, I should have the ability to do so. And is that really ghosting if you're not taking me seriously? It's not, but you really did open my eyes to different things regarding those things. And I do appreciate you for that. A hundred percent. Period. And before we check out, is there just any last words, any last offerings you want to give to our bitches and our girls? Um, for one, if that nigga is wasting your time, chalk him. Because Ghost these him. Niggas... <laughs> <laughs> because girl, Waste these niggas. Time. Waste his therapy time, bitch. Go to therapy. Seek help. Seek social help, bitch. Because Why are you texting me? What you doing five times? Ooh. They talk about some. What they say? I hate that. Stop texting me, GM. General Motors to you two, nigga. <laughs> that's real. I hate that. Like, I will not text you back if you say GM. Like, that's so stupid to me. But yeah, like, niggas about what you doing to death. And then, like, you be at, or like, they won't ask you, like, when, like do you want to go out? Do you want, like, I don't want to chill. Like, I want to go out. Like, I'm not trying to be in your house because people's houses are really wild nowadays. Like, I'm not trying, really, for real. Like, and that's no shade. But like, some of y'all houses don't don't need to be lived in they need to be condemned i don't want to be up in that shit let's go somewhere and then you ask them where the fuck that you want to go or what do you want to do they be like we just chilling shit i know it's a no anyway <laughs> i'm sorry i got um, i got, I got really passionate but um i just want to thank y'all again that you 
for joining us on the girls room we always love y'all and we love that y'all listen to us and that y'all support us um and yeah like we did have a little bit of a a, a tiny break it wasn't it, it was a monthly thing but you know we're we're here and that's what matters we're here and we're queer and shout Thank out you. to the girls for getting us to over six thousand streams per but yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank y'all. Uh, I love y'all so much. <laughs> I love Rashi too. Thank you. Thank you. Love you too. And I love y'all too. And that is where you have it. And now it is time to close out. I am Rashi sitting here with Erica, aka Thickerita, aka Fat Badu, aka Clitoria, aka Eartha Clit. This has been episode 27 of The Girls Room. That is our show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 6,000 streams. Thanks for so many years of support. And we'll catch you on the other side like Hannah Montana. Be well, spread joy, and remember who is in charge of the girls. And that's on Della Reese. And Amanda Bye. Bynes. <laughs> Please. Bye, y'all.